0: This Jeremy Roenick interview edition of the Sports Gaming Podcast is brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off everything in the SGPN store.
1: Hey, this is Jeremy Roenick, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby.
0: Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green with my partner and picks Ryan real money Kramer. What's happening Cram?
2: Oh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're probably wondering we're, we're back on the ice so soon. Yes. Back
0: on the ice blades of steel <laughs> talking hockey. Uh, yeah. We got an opportunity to interview Jeremy Roenick. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. He really, he really strikes me as a true Hashtag only. in the, in the best way, right?
2: I would say this was the first of many yes conversations that we plan on having <laughs> with Jeremy Ronan.
0: Yeah, he was a he was a true uh Dog. and uh yeah, can't wait to get to the interview. Before we get to that, of course, shout out to Underdog Fantasy. If you haven't set up an Underdog Fantasy account, I don't know what you're doing, you're missing out. Just go to underdogfantasy.com, use the promo code SGPN, get the 100% deposit bonus up to $100 NHL po- uh, player prop parlays, NBA player prop parlays. MLB player prop parlays Uh, again, NHL, NBA playoffs. Perfect time to get in. And of course the NFL best ball draft season is here. Uh, They're giving away over a half million dollars in prizes, new games added every day. Just go to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code S G P N joining us on the line nine time NHL all-star Jeremy Rodick, Jeremy. uh, Thanks for calling into the show, man. Appreciate it.
1: Hey, listen! I I love you guys. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm a I am a big gambler, so I think. Oh yes. So (laughs) this is awesome, and you're a Philly guy, right? So,
0: what more could you ask for? A fellow Philly guy,
1: fellow Philly guy
0: who also likes. Who also like sports gambling, you know, you famously, you know, uh, they stepped in and said, Hey, maybe relax on the sports gambling, but now you have to be laughing because <laughs> every game there's, there's commercials. It's all over the the boards yeah. everywhere. What what do you think of the, the league now and their take on sports gambling?
1: Well, I think it's only smart. Uh, I'm yeah. surprised that the federal government haven't, haven't become the bookies to tell you the truth. It's, yeah. It's, why not? It's, you're not, you're, you're not going to stop people from betting on sports and it's what makes things exciting. And, you know, I, I think for, you know, for like me, I, I gambled on sports all through my career with the exception of hockey, um, you know, football, basketball, baseball, there was, it was just something to do and it was something it makes it exciting. And I'm glad that people are now starting to see that gambling is, is, is a good thing if you can control it. I mean, obviously there is, there are people that are addicted to gambling. You got to make sure that we have um, venues where we can help people that have that. But um, listen, if you play 10 bucks, 20 bucks, make the game more interesting, it's, it's, you know, it's a big business and it's, I think it's an important business, but um, yeah. you know, we do have to make sure we, we do have to make sure that we take care of the people that can't control themselves though,
2: unfortunately, and, and Sean, that was something I learned in doing the research here uh, for, a, uh, I think most of that time, if not all of that time, you weren't breaking any league rules by betting on other sports, which in some yeah. ways almost feels like, again, the NHL has kind of quietly been one of the more progressive leagues out there. Great to see, because, I mean, look what happened to Calvin Ridley. Granted, he maybe bet on his <laughs> sport, but it, it does feel like that there, there, it's always an overreaction with gambling because it's a vice and because, like you said, people can get hurt with it. But yeah, I mean, just just I love the idea of like it's a lottery ticket, right? You're having a little bit yeah. of entertainment, you're enjoying the yeah. game. Uh, may, maybe you're watching the Bulls that night or whatever. Get <laughs> get a little action, you know? MJ's about to to take it down, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Uh, gla- glad glad to hear. Things,
1: there are, there are a few things that that you have to that obviously come into play, right? Because the the IRS is going to want to know who's gambling, and there's <laughs> always that they want their money too. They're they got to wet
0: their deal. beak, huh?
1: yeah, you got to go through all that stuff. If, listen, if you don't everything by the book, there should be no problem with it. And you know this goes all the way back to Pete Rose, right? because Pete Rose, who should be in the Hall of Fame but is banned because he gambled on his own team. This is my take on this. How can you gamble on your team to win? Pete Rose gambled on his team to win. If you're gambling on <laughs> your team to lose, that is that you can control. Yeah. you cannot control yourself to win it's, it's, it's a, it's a very, very fine line. And uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gambler. There's no question about it. I think oh, you yeah. have to watch it, but there are things yeah. that like, you can't control. There's no question about it. No, no. I, 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 I know hockey better than anybody. I find myself losing on hockey daily <laughs> Crazy things happen.
2: Well, yeah, the closer I, you are to something then generally that generally that turns out poorly, but let me think about it, right? What's the narrative in the mainstream right now? Jalen hurts bet on himself and he yeah. won. So yeah, I mean, let's go. Bring it into the light. If
1: you can't bet on yourself to to succeed, then who can you bet on?
0: Exactly. Uh, we just saw a great story from you uh, about betting on yourself against Michael Jordan out yeah. on the golf links. What was it like? I mean, it's got to be awesome to 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 golf with Michael Jordan, but it's also got to feel pretty great to win against Michael Jordan and uh, cash a couple shekels there. Well,
1: listen, you might win with Michael Jordan in in a short in a short run, but you're not going to win in the long run with Michael because he is without question, the ultimate competitor in any sport. Um, I don't think there's a guy that has the determination and the competitiveness and the will to win more than Michael. So you might win on the golf course, but he's going to beat you somewhere else. Um, I beat him on the golf course for a few thousand bucks. He beat me in gin for many more thousand bucks. So I don't care (laughs) I don't care what you talk about with Michael Jordan. He's a better gin player than he is a basketball player, Really? but he's, yeah, oh,
0: man, that's crazy. You, but how, right how can now, he be better at something besides <laughs> basketball? That's blowing my mind
1: because Michael Jordan is the best athlete in history period of all time. And he's the biggest competitor of all time. And he's one of the greatest guys of all time. So I don't care what anybody says. I've seen it firsthand and I love the man. And he's he'll go down to my record books as the
0: best athlete ever.
2: Pretty awesome to have your career overlap with his. Just because just just having some of these stories, I mean, yeah,
0: we had it, Jim McMahon who was there kind of similar time with MJ and you in Chicago, and he had similar stories.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, another good friend of mine. So yeah, it's funny that that those Chicago days were so great between '86 and '95. That were that it was just electrifying sports years. The Bears were good. The Bulls were unbelievable. The Blackhawks were at their peak. Um, you know the Cubs still suck, but that, that's okay.
2: <laughs> I love a
0: blue. Yeah, you can only do so much with the club, uh, with the Cubs. There. Uh, speaking of golf, of course, you are playing in the Invited Celebrity Classic this weekend, live on the Golf Channel. You can uh, play along at the uh, Choctaw Talk Pick'em. Uh, it's not actual gambling, but it's like a free to play game. Your odds, uh, you're listed here. I'm seeing six uh, for the odds to win it. You're listed at twelve to one. What do you think about your chances of uh, taking this home? You
1: know, I'm always kind of always scratching at the surface, right? I'm, I, I get right there. And then I've, I've always seemed to just find a way to lose rather than find a way to win. I've been in the top five at Tahoe for a lot of years. Um, I was, I think I was seventh here last year. I was fifth in Orlando. So, you know, I have a, I have a shot. There's no question. Um, it's, it's getting rid of those dumb shots that I seem to find every, every, you know, every once in a while. But I'm competing, and I will be. I will be near the top. Whether I get to beat Romo or beat Molder or beat Fish is 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 all all luck of the draw. But I'm. We got.
0: Well, we we're we're definitely rooting for you over Romo. I mean, (laughs) I'm a I'm an Eagles fan. He's a Giants fan. So you know, we're we're Ronick over Romo all day.
2: And I gotta ask because we 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 love we love chopping it up with the celebrity golf circuit guys. But you're still you're still not a pro golfer which means yeah. it still is odd to have people walk like standing, watching you dangerously close to a a, 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 driving situation. Have you, has ever anything ever happened with you or have you witnessed anything crazy when it comes to having galleries for non pro golfers? Uh
1: Yeah. Um, everybody wonders why uh, Charles Barkley had such a hitch um, because Charles uh, actually hit somebody at Tahoe and demoralized them so bad oh, that no. When he's around people, that memory keeps coming back. So, you know, Charles Barkley is the, one of the, the greatest human beings on the planet that cares about people so much. And when he hurt somebody at Tahoe, that mentality got into his head. So, everybody wonders why um he had that hitch. Uh, I think he has that hitch because he's afraid of hurting somebody in the gallery. 100% truth. I, that's how I feel. I love Charles. And, um, uh, he, I'm glad he's 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 getting out of that mentality because he's now
2: playing some better golf.
1: Yeah, no, he seems to be he uh, hasn't, improving. He has a hitch because he was afraid of hurting
2: somebody. That's Where- the most reasonable explanation I've ever heard. Because you even we even got to see behind the curtain when he would practice and he didn't have it there. So I mean, honestly, like. Come on Charles, just come out and mention it. That's a, that's actually a really reasonable explanation and yeah, like to, for me that would be terrifying. I have yeah, hit a person you know Charles, before. You know, you know Charles, he's not going to give you excuses. <laughs> no, it's true. He's, no. gonna own it. he's
1: just going to own it. As
2: that's someone it. who has hit someone on a golf course before randomly, I I do understand what that like the the randomness of just drilling someone with a golf ball is pretty pretty terrifying. I've
1: been I've been in a couple of situations where I just I looked at the people and said, "Hey, listen, your life's in danger right now where you are." Like, move over. Well,
0: that is always a weird moment when you're out there and golfing and someone asks in your foursome, "Like, hey, am I good?" And you go, "No, you're not. Can you keep moving over? Because maybe yeah. I'm I'm probably not going to hit you, but I'm going to think about hitting you yeah. when I'm swinging the club. It's like
2: water. It gets in your head. Yeah. yeah it's-
1: as soon as somebody says, "Yeah, you're pretty good," it's probably a good idea to. <laughs>
0: take another, take out. another, a uh, couple steps to the side there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of hockey golf, how does, I think it's, uh, you know, you always see the, uh, the football, like quarterbacks seem to do well in these celebrity things. Baseball players seem to do kickers. well,
2: kickers and H- hockey players.
0: Yeah. Hockey players. So how does the, I mean, I've, I've seen happy Gilmore a million times, but <laughs> how does the hockey swing translate to the golf swing?
1: Well, listen, we got, we have the seasons that coincide, right? Cause you can't play golf in the winter you play yeah. golf in the summer. So obviously you go out there and play in, in, in the nice weather. Uh, and we have a lot of the same rotation, right? It's a lot of hips. It's a lot of rotation of the shoulders. The only thing with golf is golf is a left-sided game, right? You want to take the right kind of out of the game. Whereas hockey is an over the top. We try to come over the top and hit a slap shot with as much force down on the puck as we possibly can, which is okay with golf in terms of the 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 contact but you don't want to come over the top to the right that's that's not a good thing for golf you want to keep that right side out so for a hockey player if you can find a way to eliminate your right side from the golf ball you're going to hit the ball well but still it's the same rotation it's the same kind of weight transfer it's game eye-hand coordination, which yeah. really translates really good to hockey players.
2: When did golf start? Because I would imagine, as a hockey player, you had—I mean, you had to look down on the game a little bit in terms of the, the toughness uh, needed to play. <laughs> no, but, no, but we some, loved it because oh, we love really? being able to oh, play.
1: No, we love playing a sport where we didn't have to worry about someone coming and kicking the shit out of us. <laughs> and, 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 get and, your
0: and ass and kicked! You don't have to like ch- look behind uh, for oh, someone cross-checking yeah, it awesome. you.
1: It's
2: a left brain,
1: right brain sport thing. I, so you mean I can compete and win money and not get beat up? I'm in.
0: <laughs> yeah it seems like a much easier option I mean you talk about uh yeah obviously you went toe to toe a number of times with some of the uh some of the biggest goons out there uh we yeah. asked our chat uh, who would you rather go up against if you had to one more time uh Ty Dome uh Dome nope. or Bob Probert who who's the toughest I see you're shaking your head there
1: <laughs> No, nope. nope I fought Bob <laughs> Probert twice
0: yeah okay
1: I feared for my life both times I wouldn't I would not fight Ty Dome because I refuse to fight somebody that really got happy and excited when he got in the in face.
0: <laughs> he did have that joy in his eye when he was getting punched. It's very no. odd.
1: No. and if you see Taidomi, even today, he's intimidating. His his, his he's got a Teflon <laughs> Teflon head. So you hit him, you hurt yourself. You don't hurt him, and you can't. You you don't want to fight a guy like that. So I would I refuse to fight a Taidomi. He's the only guy I think I would ever say I would not fight is Ty Domi.
2: Wow. And if you're not watching on YouTube right now, like that there is a serious look on Jeremy's face. Like he was giving a PSA. I saw him last
1: (laughs) night. I saw him last night and he still scared me.
0: (laughs) Buying him some drinks. Hey Ty, what do you need? How are we doing? We're
1: cool, right, Ty? (laughs) We We actually we actually had this conversation because I've had I've talked about Ty Domi, how I refused. And he said, You said I had a Teflon head. I said, you do and he
2: laughed
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what you say when you when you have a yeah. uh, crazy wow. crazy ability to take punches i mean one story I, that i loved was you uh you took a cross check from uh featherstone way back in the day it's
2: he got on your rookie year maybe second year first first playoff yeah. game first, first playoff,
0: playoff game, game. Y- yep, he got a five it. minute major. You got a two minute minor. I forget what you got the minor for, but then you came back and scored a goal on the power play without yeah. your teeth. Yeah, you didn't
2: have to miss months,
1: months for uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. a little injury. I actually, I actually in the in the second period, I got a S- Steve Larmer skate hit me and sliced oh. me for like fifteen stitches in my nose. So I had fifteen stitches in my nose. I had no teeth. Scored the winning goal. And if you saw the smile that I had after the game after I scored <laughs> the game winner. It was like the ugliest happy face you've ever seen.
2: (laughs) Well, And we got, so we got to ask uh, like love talking to the, the older generation of athlete and getting comments on the modern generation. We just Mm -hmm. were kind of, we witnessed Zion. uh, Essentially it seems like just check out and decide he didn't want to play. Like that has to uh, like, that has to crush you to watch these athletes in some cases opting out instead of opting in. Yeah, for
1: sure. Uh, Lamar Jackson, another one. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You know, football.
2: Uh you can't
1: tell me that Lamar Jackson couldn't have played and helped his team in the playoffs and 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 this is this is this is what I've said a lot of times money money will create without question um uh, I think what's the word I'm looking for they it
2: entitlement money,
1: entitlement yes, but why should I have to go out and play if I don't feel good I'm making millions anyway when yeah. when i was playing if you didn't play in the game and you weren't you and you stayed out someone's going to come in and take your place and yeah you you that, needed to play fear.
0: To, you needed to play to get that life changing money it wasn't like you got that life changing money on that first concert what
1: what do, what do guys fear nowadays they're making millions yeah and so like okay so i'm going to go back in i have all this pressure to perform i'm making millions of dollars and like what what's the reason for their Their eagerness for their. So for me, um, yeah, there's, it's, it's a big discrepancy right now and, and money will lead to, to to being lazy to tell you the truth.
2: Um, It's it's like, who, who
1: wants to win? I seen guys get hit hit in the national hockey league and they're out for a week when, we played the next shift. We didn't miss
2: a shift. Yeah. No, you're you're right there. What do you oh, uh, See, look at me. I assume the hockey guys were still tough, but you're even, even calling these guys Even the hockey <laughs>
0: guys have gone soft. You you mentioned
1: the oh, stitches. Listen, this, whole gen- this, this whole generation's gone soft. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know,
2: as a parent,
0: I couldn't agree with me, you.
1: Don't yell at me. Don't yell
0: at me. You're Just triggering yell- me over here. Gonna hurt my feelings. Hurt my I'm feelings. I'm triggered by this conversation. Yes. Uh Jeremy, if you ha- you you keep uh, you seem to have a great memory of like oh I got six stitches there I got twelve stitches there. Do you if you had a sudden an over under on a number of stitches you got in your playing career, what would 800. you think? Eight hundred.
2: <laughs> That's impressive.
0: I mean, you're holding up well for a guy who has eight hundred stitches on his face. Uh, I
1: have a great I have a great plastic surgeon. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna say, a pretty good looking face for 800 stuff. Well, that, that's, got, that right. that's
1: gotta be a great
2: gig. Get in I'll with the. Charity.
1: I'll take that charity all day long. I appreciate <laughs> it. Get uh, get
0: in with the NHL guys if you're a plastic well, surgeon. Well, get I've it. always said,
2: Sean, that you,
1: you, 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 you should see Mike Medano. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he can pose for
1: GQ right now. He's beautiful. I, uh,
2: you know, it sounds like there's always room on our porch. We sit in our <laughs> rocking chair. We can talk about how times were better in the past with Jeremy.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, you talk about the younger generation. I was doing some deeper research on you. I never read this story, but there's an all time prank. You played on uh Tory Mitchell, a teammate uh, yep. out in Vegas. I, I got to hear the story from you. I read the news article. I'm like, how did I never hear this? So what did you, what, what prank did you pull on Tory Mitchell? Well, we don't have, we
1: don't have time for me to really go into it. Cause it's really, <laughs> it's like a 20 minute, 30 minute story. Yeah. But, Seems like uh, a movie almost. Kind of just to like um, paraphrase, uh, I hired a a professional Hollywood uh, production company called Scare Tactics. Yes. To go into Vegas and and pretend that we were going to a fun party in Vegas, fun party, but we were actually going to a cannibalistic party <laughs> where people were eating people, and I died in it. Tori Mitchell jumped out a double pane double pane window and ended up hiding in Wayne Newton's llama. <laughs>
0: like you can't, you can't make that up. We got to get this as a movie. I actually know in
2: fairness, Jeremy, you did a, you crushed the one minute version yeah. of the story. That was- this is a this is a teaser for a Hollywood movie. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah,
1: have- I, I by the way, I have the I have the video. I'm the only one that has the video. Oh and
0: man. <laughs> oh man. We gotta yeah. get that. All right, Jeremy. Before we let you go, uh, you're talking about your hockey picks. I know you had the the stars to win the Stanley Cup. Right now, they're at uh, 16 to one plus 1600. Do you still like uh, the stars to take it home?
1: I do. I, I, I really do. I think they had a little fumble in the, in the first game, having Joe Pavelski go out early with a concussion. I think really um, it really frazzled them. But last night they came back and absolutely just gave a, a kick into Minnesota. they won seven three and was actually, they showed me the team that I think they are. They're big, they're strong. They're fast. They got great goaltending. Uh, if Joe Pavelski can find a way to get out uh, back into the lineup, if they win this first round, it's that it, it, they are, they can play any style of game. They can play a fast game. They can play a defensive game. They can play a physical game. Uh, I, I I don't see them losing in the, to anybody in the West. Uh, yeah. Boston, I think, is going to struggle because of the season that they had. I, I just think the, the Dallas Stars are, are made for long, long runs into playoff series and will we'll come out on top.
0: Love it. Uh, one final question: How do we fix my Philadelphia Flyers? What would you do? And what, what Breer, are they,
1: baby? Danny Briere is going to fix is going to fix this team. I, you know, the guy's been there. He knows what it is to be a Philadelphia Flyer. He knows talent. It's about time that they got somebody into that position that was actually in the game, that actually played in Philly, that knows what it is to be a Philadelphia Flyer. And Danny Briere, I think, is the best the best choice that they could have had to be general manager and and fix what we all want to be uh is is one of the best teams in in history Philadelphia Flyers bring them back to where we, we expect them to be and that's winning.
0: Well uh I I I co-signed that trust in Danny and uh great hockey name by the way. Yeah Briere, da- Briere Great hockey great. legend. Uh Jeremy, appreciate you coming on to the show and uh, best of luck this weekend at the invited celebrity classic. Check it out on the golf channel. Thanks a lot Jeremy.
1: Thanks guys. A lot of fun.
0: Awesome uh, bonus episode. Again, a big thanks to Jeremy. Make sure you smash that subscribe button because draft week is coming <clears throat> NFL draft week all next week. Ton of live shows. Of course, our live NFL uh, watch party show youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast
2: that subscribe button. So you don't miss a minute. I mean literally we're back to back nights of draft live streaming one fake and one real.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got a right. mock on Wednesday night and then the act and then we see how we do on our mock uh come Thursday. And we
2: do have some special guests joining us. Bunch of the, special uh, guests,
0: big names, friends of the program. It's going to be awesome.
2: All right. you know, on top of me and Sean and Colby. Colby will be here. Col- <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not for the mock draft. He has some personal plans. We'll see. <laughs> He's definitely going to be here for the NFL draft, though, I think. He does. Thank you for Uh, Sorry, last thing I was going to say. We we have a a a Google sheet behind the scenes going, loading up the the guy like the pick order of the mock draft, and in Colby's description cell, it says "guy who hates football." (laughs) I I don't know who wrote that, but it's fucking hilarious. So someone needs a bonus.
1: Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast.
0: (laughs) For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan
2: again. Jeremy, always welcome on the SGPN porch.
0: Kramer, let it. Reds.